What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia, a production of iHeartRadio. We sold our loft in Chicago, moved into an RV, and now we're traveling the country full-time with our dog, Finn, exploring America's national parks. And today we're airing another episode of Boondocking with Brad. We are talking about hooking up your RV. <laughs> um, so I guess this one's uh, one that Matt definitely won't jump in a lot. I want him to when he can and when he wants to talk about it because there's definitely going to be a point where he's going to throw something in my face, uh, <laughs> in particular about Santa Fe. But Okay. <laughs> So we should actually start at the basics. What is hooking up your RV? What does that mean? Um, so that is when you are going to like a campsite and you are going to be using their electricity and their water inside of your RV. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you how to do that. I'm going to describe it to you so that way you can learn and find the ways to like research it. So if you're trying to get into this lifestyle, Basically, you are ahead of the game and you know what to ask next, right? Everything here is just the beginning because I don't have visuals. Um, so I want you to just listen and learn how to do this because these are things you're going to do all the time. Um, hooking up and de uh, disconnecting your RV happens almost daily sometimes. Um, it's definitely a weekly thing, if not a monthly thing. So when you first arrive to an RV park, you're going to get uh, a map of the campground when you check in. And then that RV park will most likely have a guide that will take you to your RV spot. And so you're going to pull into your RV spot. Now, sometimes there are back-ins, and then there's also pull-through sites. Um, so those are the two main sites. So a back-in is one that you back into. Um, and when you do that, you're going to want to disconnect any vehicles you have or any trailers because most of the time those are for like a smaller site. So you would park your vehicle or your trailer uh, in front of you or on the side of the road. And so disconnecting a car or a trailer, it's uh, about your 
ball hitch and it's how uh, your hitch setup works. Um, the nice thing about the trailer that we were pulling around with us the past year, it had an electrical jack. So basically you didn't have to crank it up and crank it down with a chalk block. You pushed a button, you held it down, and it, like, raised the trailer off of your hitch for you. It was really, really nice to have in those situations. But because it was a trailer, we always had to call the RV park ahead of time to ask them about, like, where do we park this? Can we park this here? Some do allow it, some don't. Uh, can we use a parking space? Is there a special storage area? There's a lot of different questions that you have to get into even before you arrive to make sure that they can accommodate you and your setup. This was really annoying for us. Uh, <laughs> um, but luckily, most places had somewhere. There was only one or two, but luckily we actually had friends nearby, so we could go drop it off at their place, and then we had to call them and ask them where they want it and that kind of thing. But uh, so these are definitely uh, technical details of when you're on the road of what you have to deal with. So once you get the car or trailer disconnected, um, you're going to back in in this situation. So you're going to want to make sure you're level when you're backing in. So you're going to find the – you're going to do a walk around of your vehicle and of the site beforehand because sometimes they're going to have different dips in the grounds or things like that. So you'll have your own chalk blocks and those chalk blocks are either going to help you level out. So as you're backing in, you're kind of putting these chalk blocks below to help level out your RV because – when you have a, a crooked RV, it kind of feels like, like you have vertigo um, and you just get dizzy or you're like, whoa, like or you misstep a lot because you're thinking you're on a flat surface, but you're not. So these chalk blocks come in handy, definitely, um, 110%. And then once you're on those chalk blocks and you're level, you're going to want to put in your emergency brake. Right, um, and that's a really quick way of putting that together. But there's this is a very important step. Um, there's times where it's taken me five minutes because I'm on flat ground, and then there's times where it's taken me a half an hour to get it right, um, and that's because I didn't have the right chalk blocks at that point in time. Um, so I had these ones that you basically they were a four by four inch square almost, and you basically stacked them on top of each other like a pyramid. So there was like four pig holes, almost like a Lego. And so you, I had two of those. And then I put one in the center of that. So that way it created a ramp like you put three Legos together, one, two, and then one in the middle that connects them both, right? And so that's how you start to get it level. But you have to like move them forward or backwards depending on where you're at. Um, but then there's some RVs that have auto levelers for you. So you literally push that button, it levels itself, and you're golden. So it all depends on your specific RV site and our setup that you uh, that you get. Um, and these are all great things to look for when you're buying an RV, right? Uh, we would love that. It would be a beautiful thing to have. And then you have to get different jack pads and things like that. A jack pad is the thing that goes on the ground um, that will basically the auto lever goes into. And it's that way it doesn't poke a hole through the ground and then it doesn't level itself. Um, so once you get your vehicle all level, the first thing you're going to do in most situations is plug in your electrical cords. Um, so if you have a trailer like ours where the it's permanently put in, uh, hooked up into your RV, uh, basically you're going to pull out this long 30 amp extension cord that will go and plug into the electrical outlet box. 
Um, and some RVs, they're not, like, uh, permanently attached. So basically, they'll be in, like, one of your storage areas, and then you're going to come out and plug it into your RV and then into that. So there's, just, like, two different types of setups there. But when you get over to that um, electrical outlet box, you're going to want to make sure that the electricity breakers, the circuit breakers, are turned off. Uh, and that's just because you don't want to create a surge with into your RV because um, your AC is still on on accident or something like that um, because all these things can create these surges which then can ruin your RV. And then you have to go get warranty work done or you have to pay more money to do it. So it's always better to be safe than sorry. And that's why we use a surge protector as well. And so we plug in our surge protector into the 30-amp outlet for us. We then plug the surge protector into our extension cord that came out of our RV. And then we turn that circuit breaker on to feed power into our RV. There's a lot of electrical equipment within your RV, and protecting it is probably the most important asset um, to RV living. Um, we've had an issue with our generator breaking, but that's more for boondocking, so I'll get into generators on another episode. But... Um, you're going to want to go back in. You're going to check that your fridge is working because it will be auto, gas, and off. So when you're driving, it actually works off of your stored energy in your um, house battery. There's two batteries in an RV normally, sometimes more. But basically, to break it down simply, you have your engine battery for your chassis for your normal vehicle. And then you have your house battery, which is in the back, right? And so those two will charge off of each other and connect to each other, but then there's different breakers in between them, again, to help with those electrical surges and such. So when you're driving down the road, um, your fridge is on gas, but it actually runs off that house battery as well. They work together to make sure that your food stays cold while driving. Um, so when you have that on auto, you just want to make sure it's a solid green light. Once you plugged in that 30-amp uh, outlet, uh, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to go over to your AC or your heat panel to make sure that that's working, and then you'll turn on your lights and live life um, <laughs> with electricity, right? Yeah. So I bet you didn't know there's all that involved in hooking up. I had no idea. And we're only on electricity. <laughs> yeah. The next easy part is water, right? It's like hooking up a hose to from your car to uh, a a spray nozzle. Like, it's just that easy. Except you want to make sure you have regulators on there. There's a water pressure regulator you can get almost anywhere, Walmarts, Amazon, anything, um, five to ten bucks cheap. But if you don't have one of those, some water parks' water levels are so high with pressure that it could actually blow out pipes within your RV. So you get this little 5 to $10 thing, and you put that on the spigot outside. Then you plug your hose in, your water hose. You don't want to use your dump hose uh, or your, um, your dump cleaning hose uh, because they're going to be two separate ones. So you have that water hose, basically. And then what we do is we have a water, water filtration system. Um, so that way it filters the water that's going into our RV so we can drink with it, cook with it, because we don't know where this water's been and how it's been used in these different local municipalities. So as you're traveling, you don't have a normal resource for water that, like, you know where it's it's from. So that's what we do to make sure that we filter that water. Um, plug into your RV, turn on the spigot outside, and voila, 
you got water inside of your RV. These are the easiest parts of hooking up. The next one is the dirty, nasty dump hose. My favorite. Absolutely. <laughs> you are listening to Parklandia from iHeartRadio. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia. The next one is the dirty, nasty dump hose. Um, so hooking it up is actually really easy. Um, you basically, what you're doing is you're taking that dump hose. Um, it's normally in a 15-foot accordion. Um, there are, I would say the circumference is like th- uh, three inches or four inches around. Uh, so it's a big hose uh, because it, that's what's going to take your... Um, wastes from your RV or your dirty waters from your RV into the ground. From the outside, you're going to have a panel that flips up. Um, So basically, this is where you're going to take and put um, your dump hose on the RV's waste fitting. Um, And that basically extends it to where you can then take it to the dump station's inlet. And that inlet is going to be normally in the ground, and that's where you'll hook up the other side of your dump hose and uh, make sure that it's tightly secured because you don't want any of this stuff coming out. That's for sure. Where I made my biggest mistake in Santa Fe, New Mexico, was before I put my dump hose on, I basically didn't check to see if my black tank um, safety valve was closed. And so when I took off the cap to my RV's um, fitting, uh, the, the waste fitting, I took off that cap and all that black tank 
shot out at me. Oh. It went everywhere. It was a disaster. It was the nastiest thing that happened in my life, and I was screaming, and you're fighting against all this poo-filled water. Yes, feces filled water and it's spraying on you and you're trying to like freak out you're like oh my god what did I do what did I do and you're trying to put the cap back on and then you don't realize that like it's not the cap you need to turn you need to put that safety black tank safety lever back in so that way it just stops flowing for a second so you can breathe and vomit because it's so gross it was like it was a horrible experience I still have PTSD over this and I just remember stripping down uh, I definitely threw up yeah. to make it that much yeah, worse. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember going to Matt, and I said, I need you to give me the shampoo. And he wasn't moving fast enough. I said, I need you to give me the shampoo. I said, if you don't give it to me now, I'm going to freak out. And he's like, now Matt's freaking out. He's like, what happened? I said, the dump tank went all over me. And like, he just got real quiet, really nice, and he just smiled as he passed that over because he's just like, this is, this is it. Like, I can't take this. Like, yeah. that's why I don't do this. Oh, <laughs> Point no. Oh, my gosh. case. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, we were supposed to check out at 10, and I didn't check out to 11 because I was in that shower for an hour. Um, I went through about half of that bottle of shampoo because I just I wanted to have every gross feeling off of me. Um, I brushed my teeth, threw away my toothbrush uh, afterwards. You know, anything yeah. I used, I basically threw away, including the towel and the clothes I was wearing. Um, even though they're like my favorite pair of jeans, I didn't care. Uh, I'm not dealing with that. No. Um, but uh, so I get back up uh, and I, you know, I hook up the dump tank and get it all taken care of and. The problem is I don't want you to ever have to go through what I went through. It was a traumatic experience, horrific experience, and you just you're going to be a lot happier knowing that you don't have to go through that like I did. Um, so that's all good. Dumped the tanks. I disconnected the hose. I washed it out. But anyways, this is about hooking up that, not actually disconnecting it. So uh, we'll (laughs) we'll go over that in a tiny bit uh, longer because there's a couple more things that you're definitely going to want to do. And this is also why you wear gloves when you're in this situation, when you're hooking up your dump tank. Um, And then you're going to want to always keep those closed. Even though you have the hose connected, um, when you're dumping it, you want to open up those, you dump your waste, and then you close those emergency safety levers again, even if you're there for a week, because you're going to want to dump your tanks about like every couple days. Uh, but you don't want to keep those th- traps open because, you know, then you'll have different like flies and possibility of animals or rodents getting into your RV. So you want to keep these things closed at all times, even if you just like leave your dump hose hooked up like I do, you don't want to leave it open. So basically you will be collecting waste within your RV and then dumping it every couple days. Uh, and that's just to, to make sure you don't have rodents inside of your RV. Um, we never really had any issues with this, uh, but I've been told about the different kinds of flies that can grow um, or spawn <laughs> like Satan and uh, come into your RV. So we just be safe and we learn from other people's mistakes in that aspect because I've already learned enough around the dump tank that I don't need to learn anymore.
Another thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to just make sure that your propane tanks are on and that your supply is full uh, when you're hooking up, um, just so that way you can cook. You know, you can um, you can bake in your oven, you can cook eggs on your stovetop, whatever you want. You just want to make sure that you have that. Um, but now, once you've done that, you've learned your lesson to never mess with the dump tanks. You've hooked up your water and your electricity. You're ready to throw out that awning, fire up that barbecue, and put out that outdoor equipment because it's time to have a good time camping. Um, Really easy and a super, super fun time uh, as long as you don't make mistakes. Right. So basically, you're going to reverse that now. Um, To get out of there, you're going to, you know, I always leave the water and electricity until the end because basically your Matt's always going to be in there maybe like making a cup of coffee in the morning or making his oatmeal or something like that so he'll need some of those things um, and so basically because uh, we take off pretty early in the mornings you know we try to get out of places by 8 or 9 a.m. even though you have till 11 um, so when you go around the RV you're going to take away your dump hose first so you're going to dump your wastes you're going to do your black tank first you always do your black tank first because that's going to be your feces and, like, bad bad stuff. Um, and then you do your gray tank second, and that's because that's just your, like, gray water. That's why it's called gray, and that's because it's just the water that was from your shower or from washing dishes, things that are not as, you know, nasty. Um, but basically you're going to dump those second. Once it's all done, you're going to close your emergency valves, put your cap back over your RV sewer inlet, and you're going to take your accordion uh, dump hose and you're going to wash it out. And this is where it requires a second hose. You don't want to use your normal water hose because you don't want that to actually touch. And then all of a sudden you have like nasty water. So you use a, a, a special hose to clean that out, rinse that out, uh, accordion it. You put your caps on. You make sure it's nice and dried out and like rinsed out. And then you put that away. Um, really easy. Next thing I do is I'll take uh, the water. I'll check with Matt to make sure that he's all good. He got his water that he needs. And then um, I will take that water hose assembly apart and just, you know, round it up. And I'll put it in my uh, wet storage uh, container on the outside of the RV, which is one of the storage units that like it's better for wet, uh, wet stuff. Then I'll take our electrical cord and I'll wind it back up into our RV's um, side um, organizer holder place and basically that will go away I'll make sure that all of my awnings are in, that our slide outs are in. I'll do a 360 surveillance of the area to make sure that there's nothing else hooked up or that our scooters um, still hooked up and not like um, laying on the side or anything like that because we tow around our scooter um, to get around to different areas and different neighborhoods that we travel to and so Basically, I'll do a a 360 check. I'll check my tires. Um, I will make sure that everything is working and we're ready to hit the road safely. Um, So once that's all done, I'll jump in. I'll pull forward a little bit. And you know what you have to do again? After you pull forward about 5 to 10 feet, you stop it and you go do another 360 because a lot of times you'll have chalk blocks. And you don't want to leave back your chalk blocks because those can range anywhere between – $40 to like $180 because some of these chalk blocks are like $80 a chalk for like these specialized ones. Luckily, we don't have those, but 
you don't want to leave anything behind. Uh, and then you basically get in your RV and go on your merry way until you have to do it again the next day if you're living on the road full time. Or if you're going home, then till you go home again. So there's a lot of fun things about um, RV living and hooking up your RV can be a fun thing and a bad thing. Most of the time, it's just a lot of work. It only takes 15 to 20 minutes, and it's it's not really that difficult, but you'll find your system, you'll find the places where it's, you store things, and you'll make it, you'll make it work for you. Um, I make sure that Matt never has to deal with this, but this actually uh. reminds me... Um, you have to remind me to pick up some more gloves because I just ran out when we hooked up this time. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well do. You've been listening to Parklandia, a show about national parks. Parklandia is a production of iHeartRadio. Created by Matt Kerouac, Brad Kerouac, and Christopher Haziotis. Produced and edited by Mike Johns. Our executive producer is Christopher Haziotis. Our researcher is Jesslyn Shields. A special thanks goes out to Gabrielle Collins, Crystal Waters, and the rest of the Parklandia crew. And hey, listeners, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people like you find our show. You can keep up with us on social media as well. Check out our photos from our travels on Instagram at Parklandia Pod and join in on the conversation in our Facebook group, Parklandia Rangers. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thank you for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.